Welcome to the Resilient Sucks podcast, brought to you by the Adaptability Movement. I'm Ben. And I'm Dan. And we're here to give you resources and tools to help you go from a state of surviving to thriving in life. Resilient sucks the life out of you. And while it's a necessary skill, it's one that we don't want to spend too much time in or we run out of capacity. We're here to talk to you more about how to adapt and find the opportunity and change so you can really go about thriving in your own life. Lunches now, so that's good. (laughs) And so, Senior Director of Innovation. Senior Manager. Senior Manager. Senior Manager. Cool. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Resilient Sucks podcast. I'm here today with Ben Flink from RAA, and you are the Senior Manager of Innovation here. And the reason we've got Ben on today is he actually met with uh, my co-founder, Ben Haran, um, at a networking event recently. And obviously got talking about the whole thing around innovation and like just that, that concept of creating an abundance and well-being and um, yeah, obviously the invitation put out and you gracefully accepted. So Ben, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for the invitation and looking forward to talking. Awesome. So um, we always love exploring someone's story. So we've obviously mm. given people the headline of who you are and where you are now. <laughs> but um, what I'm really keen to do is, is drop into kind of your story and where this mm. all started and what what shaped your direction towards, you know, this passion for, for innovation and, um, and and some other stuff, which I'll, I'll, I'll let you introduce. Mm. So tell us a little bit about. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think first off is to say it's just a passion for learning. Mm. So having a curious mind um, um, and having that passion for learning is probably the key takeaway for me, right? So when I, I hear a lot of talk these days around mindsets and I was at a conference recently and I do some defense stuff as well. And you know, the space people come out and say, you've got to have a space mindset. And then you have the uh, um, cyber people going, we've got to have a cyber mindset, right? And so my team at Innovation at REA, we, we do talk a lot about a growth mindset, but how I um, personalize that for me is really it's around, around a learning mindset. And in terms of an organisation and, and looking after innovation for, for, for an organisation, where we want to end up is being a learning organisation so that we, um, we adapt, right? So what does it mean to learn? Is Well, learning in itself is talking about the fact that there's unknowns, we don't, so we need to get something new, right, in. And so to do that, we try things um, through a, a you know, trial and error and then we get data back, a feedback mechanism, and then we adapt to what we've Perfect. learned. And that's what you know the learning yeah. mindset is to me. And and what I, and that's what I mean by a learning organisation is that we are um, curious. Um, we test. Um, sometimes things don't work. You know, um, but we get the data, and then we adapt and respond uh, to that. Yeah, um, and like the very premise of what we do is that like the whole thing is is trial it, test it, like, you know, have an yeah. idea or a concept and two, two steps, two steps forward, that's what we're going to do. Like most yeah. people want the 12 month plan or the 12 step plan and it's like, everything's going to change at step two anyway. So mm. have your intention, have your vision and then just start working out how far you can get in that path before you need to bend that and move on to something else. Um, so yeah, I, lo- I love that. Like the, we talk about a growth mindset or an yep. abundance mindset, which is yep. very much yep. the same. And <laughs> the whole thing yeah. is just... Yeah, yeah, like how do we adapt? The yeah. world's constantly changing. Yeah. Are we going to you know, 
take a backward seat and go, oh, this is crap. It used to be like this and it was so much better. Or are we going to go, where's the opportunity in this? Mm. So it sounds like you're very much in that mm. space with, with what you're doing. And yeah, definitely. So I agree with that. Where does that, where does that drive come from? What, what's drawn yeah. you into this yeah. kind of line of work? Yeah, that's, um, it's hard to sort of articulate a specific event, right? Because everyone's life is you know, a series uh, of events and, and failures. <laughs> so yeah, I've had many. But um, I think from my perspective, uh, some unique experiences for me, um, which, is, which I think is what has helped me to excel at what I do now, is um, I had a significant event when I was very young, which is my mother committed suicide when I was one and a half, right? So um, I don't have a memory of my mum. I have a memory, well, my memories are of living with different um, aunties and uncles and, and uncles and my, and my grandmother and etc. So yeah. my childhood was this almost communal yeah. sort of family sharing thing. Was It was a bit different. Um, and my father was in the army, so he was, he was away a lot. So I didn't necessarily, I didn't have a strong mother, mother or father yeah. figure, um, which made me very independent um, in terms of my childhood. Uh, and then with my father um, being in the army, we when I was four he remarried, and then that's when I went and lived with him again. And then him being in the army, travelled all all around Australia. So every two years, was going to a new. Um, New school, yeah. and uh, so I've always been the the outsider or on the fringe or the new person, yeah. you know, breaking into all these different um, types of groups. So I think that in itself has taught me um, some things around you know being independent, um, how to be resilient. I guess and be resilient the fact that you you know having to always um, cope with change. Yeah. Um, so being being comfortable with change. Um, being comfortable with with you know learning to make new friends and realizing that the world is constantly changing, so that's that's the childhood to precursor um, to that, and and I think also interesting about that is academic studies was really important to me because I didn't I didn't have a really long term tight friend group I, I've never had, yeah, sure. so I I, I you know, with all that change, I was really into books and, and learning and, and reading. So um, it's just a, you know, a result of that childhood. But it set me up for success. Yeah. So I did really well in year 12. Um, tried many different things and failed. You know, I'm a biomedical engineering dropout, <laughs> <right>. Bradley. <laughs> so I uh, tried to get into That's Army a couple of times. Right? <laughs> yeah, tried to get into yeah. Army a couple of times. Yeah. I was rejected by Army um, twice. Um, and uh, and uh, and then and then I found my feet around probably around 24. That's right. I went, I went into surfing for a while. Actually, I was just a bit of a bit of a hobo, um, yeah. traveling around surfing. I really enjoyed my life. Brilliant. <laughs> and then settled down yeah. and uh, went back to uni, finished my science degree, started working at Flinders, and, and just fell into some unique opportunities uh, to be in the commercialization space and just got exposed to lots and lots of different. Um, research at the university, which I loved, mm -hmm. and um, and and developing skill sets around. So I had the science background, so I understood yeah. the technology, but in terms of the commercialization, learning all around um, you know, marketing and um, partnerships, uh, I had some great mentors during yeah. that period, 
And it's just grown and grown from there. And then an interest in entrepreneurship and launching my own startups. Um, so that was just, that's, and so then I can sort of tie that back to my, to my childhood and just that, that piece around being comfortable with, um, with being alone or being yeah. comfortable with the unknown or yes. that things, you know, yeah. or being comfortable trying things and, and yeah. then them not working has certainly helped me to be in my current position. So it, like it's a really good point and we, we kind of see a pattern with this, like people that are familiar with the art of adaptability, are, they're generally people that have encountered hardships, challenges, like, and there's, it's really, you know, you, you probably hear this a bit in the, it's, it's how you respond to something and it can mm. sound like telling someone to suck egg sometimes when they, they haven't got a deeper understanding of what adaptability is. Mm. It, it's something that's exciting, it's something that's it's an opportunity in it. Like, Yes, you're going to be uncomfortable. Yes, you're going to have to get comfortable failing, and yep. that's a hard thing to. It's a hard thing to embrace or to welcome into your life, particularly when you're a young person. Definitely. And prob- Definitely. I'm only, you know, I don't make an assumption because we're making ass out of you and me. But yeah, yeah. Um, that whole thing of when you, if you haven't got strong connections with parents and they're not demonstrating or role modeling that for mm. you, then how do mm. you actually fumble your way mm. through to develop that? Mm. Um, mm. And I know for for me that comfort with being uncomfortable, like that's taken time to develop. Like that's yeah. taken me at least a bit like you, the mid twenties kind of thing. Yeah. Invested yeah. heavily in, in personal development mm. sort of mm. opportunities. And, but even like, you know, mid thirties, you're like, oh wow, I'm so much more like, you know, developed than I am. And now I'm hitting, just hitting 40 recently. I was like, okay, I think I'm starting to get it. But yep. it's, it's still that process of it's lifelong learning. It's not about Absolutely. arriving yep. at a destination. It's just about yep. that commitment to learning, like you were saying before. Mm. So I'm conscious of like, the people that are listening to this, there'll, there'll be people like us that are mm-hmm. innovating and, and more comfortable with this already. For those that aren't, can, can, is there anything you can draw on or, or remember in terms of how you manage to sort of whether you, I, I mean, for me, I had to shift that mindset. Mm-hmm. For you, mm-hmm. like, did you have that sort of insecurity, maybe a little bit of anxiety around the change at first before you learnt to sort of see the opportunity in it? Or? Oh, definitely. So, yeah, it wasn't until probably the same age as you, um, so the early 20s, that, that um, I recognised that what I was doing wasn't good for me, right? Yeah. So, um just in terms of where I was at, in terms of you know, even just, you know, alcohol consumption and, and all those sorts of behaviours, um, and uh, just wanted something different. And yeah. um, you know, I was sort of I wasn't you know wasn't gainfully employed, um, and I just wanted to charge. I said, you know, I'm, yeah. I can do better than this. Yeah. And sure. I just sort of went, no, I, said, I can do better than this. I yeah. want I want more for my life than yeah. this. And um, and it just just needed that motivation. But I think you know I think it needs to be intrinsic. I think it needs to be from inside. You need to wake up the the, the dragon within or the fire within right to Absolutely. to fire up um, and then with that fire you know, it comes courage and and to sort of drive that you need you need to wake up internally mm-hmm. uh, I think it's very hard to to construct that you know with external input yeah. yeah well I mean and I guess this is where we've taken on the challenge because you're right like I think we're broadly talking about self-awareness, yeah. you know, like being self-aware that there's, I want something more than this and that mm. I'm capable of that and yeah. acknowledging yeah. where you're at and how yeah. you're operating. And 
and we often say you, you don't really teach self-awareness. You teach mm. things that are catalysts mm. for self-awareness. So mm. Mm. Um, what I mean by that is if you're not self-aware, you don't know you're not self-aware because yeah. you're not self-aware. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's this yeah. paradigm or this you know, um, yeah. irony. But yeah. you know, we utilize things like um, you know, obviously the art of reflection, like accountability, yeah, like recruiting yeah. accountability yeah. buddies, mm. bringing mentors into your life, mm. Um, mm. You know, that innovation growth mindset type mentality of, well, Let's just try something. Let's go, okay, mm. yeah, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like hearing this. I don't mm. like acknowledging the things that I don't feel like I'm doing well. Mm. But mm. at the same time, when I lean into that a little bit, mm. I discover mm. there's something more and then mm. I can feel more satisfied in those areas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think that's a, um, a lot of, again, the reason I ask you all this is yeah. because I think there'll be some people that are listening to this or watching it and they'll be, yeah, but that's not me or that's not my yeah, experience yeah. or, yeah. you know, they might just be feeling like this, but not feel like it's access accessible yeah. to them, which is the whole yeah. point of podcasts yeah. is to go, well, no, this is accessible to everyone. Mm. Yes, it's going to require a shift. Yes, yeah. you're going to have to take some personal responsibility for it and yeah. um, and be prepared to let go of the yeah. safety in yeah. Yeah. pointing towards other things that yeah. happen yeah. to yeah. you yeah. to go, well, those things happen, maybe mm. not to mm. everyone, but mm. then again, how do I respond? How do I become a great responder no matter mm. what situation I'm in? Mm. It's not about perfect planning. It's, it's about, okay, this is what I've got available yeah. to me. What do I need? Where do I want to go? How do we start taking steps towards that? Is that sort of, does that resonate mm. with you in, in the way you've Definitely. experienced it? Yeah. So the, the first fundamental shift for me, um, I, I think the word I'll probably use is maybe self-control, self-control. Yeah, self-awareness, but I think for me, you know, I would say I had a bit more of a victim mindset prior to that, you know, up yeah. to my 20s, where I felt, um, you know, I've been hard done by and, mm -hmm. and that. And then, um, so the mindset shift was around saying, well, actually, I'm just going to think on things that, that, are, that are positive for me and not negative for me. So starting to yeah. change the, di the internal yeah. dialogue, so changing the internal dialogue. And the other thing when I talked about the control thing was, was just recognising that actually um, there are only, there are things that I can control and there are things that I, yeah. that I can't. And there's no point in, in having um, a negative mindset or negative loop or negative emotions attached to things that are outside of my control because it's, I can't influence that. Yep. So it's just like, so it's, it's just a zero sum right? game. It's, yeah. it's so, so then it's really, well then, well, how about I just worry about, well, not worry, but worry about the things I can control yeah. and change that and, yeah. and, and work on that. And that's, and I think that, that mindset shift is where, where my life started taking a, a different trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, it's fascinating. We see, we, we see these patterns all the time and, and, and this is kind of the, the thing that I'm trying to provoke within people is to go, where in your life could you look inwards at that stuff and go, okay, Mm. Again, safety in that kind of victim's mindset, and and that's confronting to hear in the first place that mm -hmm. someone's maybe accusing you of, of being that. But it's like it's a normal human reaction to yeah. stress. So yeah, if you've had exactly. a stressful yeah. upbringing, you, or you've, yeah. you know, you've lost your mum without mm. developing a, a memorable connection with her, well, that's mm. that's mm. a significant influence mm. on your life. Mm -hmm. And mm. so it's like it's it's quite normal for us to experience yeah. that kind of thing as a coping strategy. It's how we survive. It's how we manage yeah. to continue sort of yeah. moving on. Yeah. But then to have that moment of self-reflection to go, huh, 
this isn't helpful, this isn't mm. working for me. Mm. Like, yes, I could beat myself up saying that, mm. you know, mm. I'm mm. a poor person for not having recognized this earlier in myself right. or that I'm a, yeah. I've been really negative and, yeah. but it's like, it's, it's yeah. not even about that. Like, what, why right. do that to yourself? It's right. And we've all done it. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. many people that haven't had yeah. moments exactly. like that. Exactly. But it's, we, we try and go, is it helpful or unhelpful? Is it useful or, or not exactly. useful? Rather yeah. than putting these badges of good, bad, you know, like positive, negative on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to some people that might feel like, oh, you're being picky or particular, but it, it really does help shift. I like that terminology of useful or not useful. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Because it mm. just takes the emotion mm. out of it. It's like, well, yep. I can use this yep. or I can't. It's, it's yep. much like, what can I control? Like, mm. I can't, can't influence that, but I can yep. influence this. Yeah. And so, yeah. You, and the more that you do that, you know, again, the language used before, like we call it manifesting and some people think that that's a, a very spiritual thing and it can be, mm, mm, but really mm. it's about giving energy to the things that you want to mm, move towards mm. rather than spending all your time worrying about the things that you're not satisfied mm, with. Mm. And it's not that you don't address them, it's mm. just that you don't carry that same emotional baggage around mm. with you yeah. because you're going, yeah. okay, is that yeah. helpful? Not really, it's not really serving yeah. me. Yeah. So where could I put that energy, which yeah. is going to help you know, realize that yeah. outcome I'm looking for. Yeah. And I mean, you're obviously living it. So, um, to talk us further through that. So, um, so I, it sounds like we sort of we we got through to study. Um, we got through that sort of early twenties now, where you you're starting to have those realizations. Mm. You've yeah. you've gone now. Nah, actually, this is what I want from life. Mm. Where to from there? Uh, I th I also um, joined Army Reserve, so I went through. Um, um, reserve training, and that was great. So it was the third time I've, I'd applied. <laughs> Finally yeah. got in, so that's <laughs> pretty yeah. good. Um, so I joke about that, but but uh, I went through, through officer training, um, which was again you know, challenging, good challenge, right? Um, and and personal growth. Had the opportunity to deploy um, as a platoon commander overseas as well, you know, with 29 soldiers and lead them um, on operations. Yeah. So that was again, you know, such a challenging environment, learning environment. Learned so much. Um, love, love leadership. Um, love leading people, and so mm. real desire. Um, yeah, I've got a real strong passion and desire to lead people. Just, I enjoy people. I care about people. I generally care mm. about people, and you know, just in terms of even a leadership philosophy. Um, I think if you look, you know, I always say to all of my staff or everyone that I work with, you know, if you if you care and generally care about your people, you know, everything else will resolve itself, right? Yeah. If you look after your people first, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll look after yeah. whatever the what whatever needs to get get done. And probably the other thing for me, you know, reflecting on the on you know moving around a lot um, and 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 being you know. Excluded at times, and and um, so for me, a, a real core value I have is around diversity and inclusion. Yeah. So, um, so being non-judgmental and, and being very inclusive, mm -hmm. and I find, in, in particular, from an innovation perspective, that's really important because we all have uh, our internal worldview. Um, you know, there's this funny. In fact, it happened. Um, recently around, you know, even maps, right? So yeah. you know, maps are a certain way and north, north yeah. points a certain way, right? Yeah. Well, who made that, right? Well, yeah. what, what, you can turn it upside down, it's still, you yeah. know, a depiction of the same <laughs> representation. It's yeah. just a different view. So um, so in, in terms of an innovation perspective, we all have 
you know, opinion, there's opinions and there are facts, and we, a lot of us have opinions on things, oh, that won't work, that will work, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so for me, diversity and inclusion is very important, so I make sure we have a diverse team with you know, you know, gender and, and age and ethnicity, lots of different views are gonna make better solutions Absolutely. because we don't, because we all bring our own biases. Um, the more we can appreciate the different perspectives, the more holistic mm -hmm. view we've got of the map and what's really going on and then therefore what, we, what solution we develop or what we do moving forward has a higher chance of success because it's considered uh, it's more considered. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. collaborative. Yeah. And it's this is the thing that like, I love this because in society we often we we congregate in like tribes. So we go, yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> right. But like not even like if I think I about a tribe, I actually yeah. think of a lot of diversity within a tribe because yeah, yeah. that's what made the tribe successful. Yeah. But we, we sort of go we're, we're almost we're separated by our first obvious difference. So it's like. Um, yeah, you know, port supporter, port supporter, crow supporter, right? Yeah. And you separate, yeah. and you're, now you're. I'm bombers, so I don't have any friends here. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Jeez, how's this going? <laughs> There's Long two of us suffering. But you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to go. Oh, now you're like the opposition, and like yeah. one of mantras in my own relationship is we're teammates and people might yeah. think that's a you know a sports influence because i spent a lot of life in sport yeah. but it, yeah. it's really about well when you, you're on the same team and trying yeah. to recall that in stressful situations yeah. when yeah. you know you're deprived yeah. of sleep or you yeah. know the stress yeah. is on or there's yeah. financial problems it's like there's no good attacking each other particularly because you know if you're on the same team you know more about each other than anyone else mm. so your worst enemy is always going to be your best friend if you turn them against you or, you, mm. or your partner because yeah. They've got more arsenal than anyone else because yeah. of that vulnerability that's been shared. Yeah. But conversely, like how much trust can you build when you respect yeah. that? That yeah. whole thing around it's kind of that almost that sacred masculine in that you have the power to, you know, to be do damage or be reckless or to you know yeah. but you choose not to use it to protect and to nurture and to, you know, mm -hmm. bring in some of that balance with the sacred feminine and, and to mm -hmm. find that mm -hmm. that way of having it all available to you but mm. being the architect and the yeah, author yeah. of the work. I really like the word architect. That's yeah. a really great word. Yeah. Yeah. And and the reason why I re that really resonates for me because from a from an innovation perspective, I think there's a lot of architecting going on, right? Mm. Because um, it's it's a it's a it's about change and, and uncertainty and mm. and there's many, many elements. Um, so, you know, I talked about the diversity and inclusion, but I architect a very diverse team. Um, there's one piece of you know, specific yeah. design that I, that I put into to the way I approach innovation. Um, and then in terms of the architecting, you know, so there's the, the, the people perspective, um, then there's the conditions that you're operating in. So um, from the architecting piece, you know, there's processes to, to put in place. There's a number of relationships, key relationships that you need to, you know, almost map out and, and go, right, well, who's, you know, it's like, you know, like network analysis, well, who, who are the influencers, who are the decision makers, mm -hmm. uh, and building, you know, architecting those relationships to enable you to get the, the job of change done uh, yeah. in this space. So, um, yeah, I really like the, the architecting piece. I think it's a really good, yeah. good word. It's, it's, I find it empowering for people because 
a lot of you come back to that victim's mindset. People sort of feel like they're the result of their experiences rather mm. than using their experiences to to shape things in the way they want. Yeah. So when you you describe to people, it's a lot less threatening. You you know you're the architect of your own life. Yeah, you, absolutely. It's by design. Yeah. So absolutely. yes, there's things that will happen to you. Yep. Choose like. Yeah. Reflect on where you can yeah. respond in a way that's helpful. Yeah. So we often, yeah. I, I yeah. imagine you probably sort of awareness of this as well with that whole fight, flight, freeze yeah, kind of yeah, bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things we try and do with the whole self-awareness is mm, is give people mm. an experience because like you said, you can't teach mm. a lot of this stuff. Like mm. it's, you can't just theoretically come in and go, yeah. this is yep. what it is if you got it now. It's like give someone a, a movement-based experience, Absolutely. reflect on it, test it, but then go, now, as, as we sort of come back and sit down to talk about that experience, what did you notice about yourself? Like, mm. how did you respond in a stressful mm. situation? Yeah. When we introduced chaos deliberately, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Was, what was your first instinct? Yeah. Because yeah. again, it doesn't have to yeah. be, oh, you're great, you're a fighter. Well, sometimes mm. a fighter is a really, you know, mm. if you use it in the wrong way mm. or in an unhelpful way, then mm. it's be, destructive. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so you could say, oh, freeze is not helpful. Well, actually, freeze can be really good sometimes because it yeah. buys you some time to actually yeah. make an informed decision. Yeah. yeah. But only if you're aware of it. Yeah. So it's like, how can you use each of those things? Like, you know, flight, you can get out of danger. Yeah. That's important sometimes, right? Um, so being aware of that bias so we can yeah. emotionally ground ourselves quicker yeah. to then yeah. make the informed decision yeah. to move yeah. towards what we want again. I agree. And that's agree. where I feel like as a society, we, a lot of it is emotionally driven. We get caught up mm. in that. Mm. And it's like, and it becomes an excuse too. It's like, well, I, you know, I'm, that's... That's me. Mm. Like I'm a, um, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and, that, and that's fine. Like we want to <laughs> see your emotions, <laughs> but let's not use that as an excuse for, for being yeah. irresponsible about how yeah. you've shared. Well, if it's that. not useful, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just it. Yeah. it's a whole thing of being mindful, being present. Yeah. But yeah. how do you again? How yeah. do you do that? It's very intangible yeah. until you put like mm. uh, some structure or some some context into how to do it. Mm. So. Um, one of the things we use is we call it a bookmark moment. So we use it as a as a challenge to people. It's like, how many bookmark moments can you make throughout the day? Like you know, when mm. you're with someone, like right mm. now we're having mm. one, mm. and it's because mm. there's mm. eye contact, there's yeah. connection, there's yeah. um, there's a real we're, we're here right yeah. now with each other. We're not yeah. trying to think about the next thing we say. We're just experiencing what we're yeah. just being in the moment, present. Yeah. And yeah. so then it's like, bang! I've, I've archived yeah. that now. I can come back to that any time. Mm. Mm. It wasn't hard, and it was so tangible, so mm. easy to sort of mm. do that. As opposed to, oh, mm. you need mm. to be more mindful. You need to be more, you know, <laughs> present in your day. It's like, how do you do that? <laughs> There's so much stuff going on in life without yeah. having a, a method, an yeah. easily accessible one. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. you, then it's just repetition. It's just training yourself to do that. Yeah. So I think breathing's a lot to do with that. I yeah, think. let's go yeah. there because yeah. you, you talked about this beforehand. So you, you mentioned that you were um, doing some Kundalini yoga, which is mm. actually something I've been um, investigating. That and qigong and some other stuff. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah. definitely something yeah. like I've done a lot of the meditation, mindfulness stuff, and the breath right. work. But I haven't, yeah. I haven't made yeah. a consistent. Yeah. Um, pattern of the breath work in particular, mm. and yeah, I know that this is probably mm. my highest priority. So, where where are you at with it? How has it served you? Yeah, good, good, good. So, I did do qigong for a while, probably about um, when I was in my twenties and going through that that sort of change of life that I went through. That that was a big part of my um, repetition for a while, for about a year, and then I sort of went away from it. Um, then, sort of fast, it went fast forwarding ten years. Uh, There's a really great. Um, a trainer on, on public speaking here in Adelaide called David Griggs. He's fantastic. So I recommend if you cool. have a good chance to do that with him. He comes, you know, he's got a 
theatre background, I think. But okay. he's theatrical, awesome. yeah, right? But, yeah. but he's brilliant. So he really got into the physiology of, of public speaking. And again, it was just when you finally get somebody who breaks it down, um, and me, I'm a bit of a you know, science geek, I'm like, ah, <coughs> oh, no, get this, let's see what you mean. So he was really big on you know, what is nervous energy? Mm. Um, and even even just the, the, the talk to yourself, and he would say, you know, one of the things he said was, if you're scared before you, uh, you're, you're doing public speaking, that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's he, like, we talked about this before, <laughs> that nervous energy coming yeah, in, so yeah. I, I nearly always bugger up the first line of the podcast, <laughs> yeah. and it's because you care. Like, yeah, and there is exactly. nervous energy, you're excited yeah. about what's gonna happen, but there's also yeah. anticipation, oh, now I've got to perform, yeah. I've got to get this right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, and that's saving that yeah. just, conversation with yeah. myself before public speaking yep. was you know it's okay to feel <coughs> nervous right now okay cool this is good this mm-hmm. gets me excited it's the yeah. narrative in your own head yeah um, and so he was talking much about the breath work and so um, and I started I started applying that before I would speak is just taking some really deep breaths uh, and just relaxing just being present in the nervous energy yeah. um, and then I found you know so, you know, as soon as you open the, you, your mouth, it's like, oh, it all dissipates, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you, yeah. you're off, right? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like the starting. Yeah. It's like the first step is the hardest <coughs> step, right? Mm-hmm. So as part of that. Um, and then recently, I've got a performance coach, um, uh, Alex Laws from, from Performance Laws. And um, that was about four months ago uh, because I just wanted to, where, I, where I'm at in my life and my career, I just wanted to go to the next stage. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, you know, ready for another challenge. I'm ready for the next growth, right? Yeah. How am I gonna How am I gonna hack this? And uh, it was just through a, uh, a connection. You know, someone you know, suggested we, we meet. We met up, and we just got on so well. And she told me what she does, and I went, "That's what I'm looking yeah. for." Because yeah. I've been looking for my like my new mentor for a yeah. while. So I was yeah. like, you, "Sometimes you just gotta wait." It's coming then, back to that manifesting. Like you, you've you've got this idea or this intention in your head and it's like then you're open to it like you're open to receiving and so then when it comes you you recognize it yeah rather than sort of letting it sort of slide by absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah and we we pounced in that moment i said give me that like so i hired her to be a performance coach so she's um you know we looked at my diet um sleep um doing kundalini yoga um, yeah. regularly meditation every day and it's been very transformative it's been great yeah. I really enjoyed it awesome. yeah yeah how um, how's that informed or influenced your relationships like have you noticed a shift yeah there? yeah definitely <coughs> I think um, probably just being more present would be the way I'd describe it uh, and especially with my children just just um, being calmer so I think as a parent I think it's when we get there's a you know there's stages of life but there's the one there's a as a parent where I think you can get into a bit of a routine of having emotive responses yeah, totally. and it's really good to, 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 to snap out of that and recognize what are your, um, how do you call it when it's triggers. like your triggers, yeah. but also, you know, your, your, um, your routine, it's almost yeah. like almost routine phrases. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Those patterns of like, patterns you sort of you, do it without yeah. really being, conscious of it, it's just something you're on repeat with until you go, yeah. hang on yeah. a sec, where did that come from? Is that helpful or unhelpful? Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. We got yeah. See, we got two kids, how many you got? Yeah, I got three. Three, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, okay, yeah, yeah. three, I think three yeah. is that tipping point. Like, <laughs> we're sort of teetering on the idea of it sometime in the future and then you have yeah. a, a week 
of like my wife had tonsillitis recently. <laughs> like, wow, let's yeah, not do yeah. it yet. <laughs> let's, just, let's just breathe a bit and yeah, yeah and yeah. just enjoy a wrap. But yeah, you know, I don't know what you're like, and I'd love to hear. But one thing that like Kim and I do is is try and in that it's that non-threatening kind of language around like how do you feel about that interaction or like mm. you know like just trying to again get back to emotionally grounded to go well you know we've got an almost three-year-old and sometimes mm. you know she'll challenge her yeah and especially exactly. with kim there's like yep. this little bit yep. of the more kim pushes the more then yep. sort of then pushes yep. back mm. and mm. so it's like and i'm i'm no um witness to this either but there's times <laughs> when i'm like man like just I, I said please could you you know i just want you to help that like i helped you like yeah but it's yeah. really like trying to recognize what is it yeah you know yeah. from you where is that coming from but also what is it they need yeah yeah like yeah. To, one of the most simple things that, that i do is is just get down to their level yeah like, and yeah. just be like you know mm. you know be mm. present with them like let them yeah. feel like they've got your full yeah. undivided attention yeah and it's amazing how much that changes because then their Absolutely. nervous system gets a chance to sort of decompress yeah. and yeah is that something and, you and equilibrate with yours right yeah yeah yep. and uh um and so having much deeper conversations with my children, so even with school drop-off. So they're getting more comfortable with, with, with communicating to me what's going on for yeah. them. Awesome. Yeah, which is really good. And then uh, my son did a, a project this year where, <coughs> and it was a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a little event when um, it was on Anzac Day, and I've gone away a lot for Army, so he's, you know, it's funny how you sort of repeat the, you know, some of the, your childhood be yeah. <laughs> with your children, right? But he mentioned something about how um, he didn't associate uh, positively to me being an army yeah. because I didn't talk about. Okay. I didn't talk about it. Yeah. And it's just really fascinating. So that's been. Um, so it was good for him to finally, you know, he's twelve now. Yeah. He's only just told me that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, how good is that like, to be that crack. conscious and comfortable yeah. communicating with your dad like that? Right? Yeah, yeah, amazing. And then we can talk about it, which is great. Yeah, and it's funny that you can be an autopilot and just miss yeah. all of that. So well, I'm just grateful that yeah, I'm I'm now more more present and more awake and be and can be there for my yeah. children. It's yeah. very satisfying that yeah, because like you have your career and you have the things that you want to challenge yourself with, but then like usually that's to serve something else in your life which is family like or yeah, you know, close exactly. relationships and yeah, yeah and often we get caught up in that that you know the stress of work or you know mm. the things that we're doing out of obligation rather than out of passion yeah and then we bring yeah. that energy back into the home and yeah like it can it really interrupts that that sort yeah. of homeostasis and by choice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by design yeah. you've designed that right yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so then how do you, yeah, how do you change yeah. that like what do yeah. you want it to look yeah. like yeah yeah. And is there some way of grounding yourself before? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. again, you go through patterns, like sometimes you're like, okay, I recognize where I'm at, I'm carrying this, mm. I'm just gonna, I like to do a bit of a physical kind of like, just cut myself off yeah. from these outside energies. Like yep. it makes me feel like I'm, yep. I'm yep. sort of taking back my own kind of yeah. emotional energy so that then mm. I can ground it and then mm. be present and give mm. from um, give from love, I guess, like yep. rather than from yep. obligation. And, um, yeah. I find that helpful, but then sometimes you feel like, oh man, I'm already late home, like, you know, kids are mm. about to go to bed, and so then you kind of rush in, and when you do that, sometimes, you, yeah, you miss it, because you, you haven't given yourself that chance to synchronize with those mm. around you. Yeah, so yeah. So, how does, like, I'm just intrigued, because yep. when we talk about this stuff, like, partners play such a big role mm. in this, because if you're coming from 
very different perspectives on what yep. parenting is or how yep. you would like to parent. I like that. this topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does that work with mm-hmm. your, your, mm-hmm. your partner? Like how do you guys yeah. communicate around that? Yeah. And yeah. Well, there's there's a communication piece, but I think you know, broader than that, it, there is a sort of philosophical piece to it, which is, you know, it, it's what a wonderful thing that, that children, um, that our children have two parents, right? Because they, they get to, you know, getting back to diversity and inclusion. So one of those benefits is that there is that diversity of perspectives. Absolutely. So that's yeah. a, let's encourage yeah. that, let's embrace let's that. Let's invite that because that's yeah. exciting. It's where we learn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so for our children, again, mm-hmm. we're talking about if we just hang out with people that yeah. think like us, we don't actually learn or yeah. d- develop from that. So that tension of having different perspectives is a good thing. Agreed. Um, and so I guess I'm lucky, my wife and I, we we embrace each other's differences yeah. and, and we're complementary and, and just acknowledge that. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you can communicate that and even having that communication of acknowledging to your partner that yes, you're different, but I accept you yeah. the way you are yeah. and this is good that we are different yeah. because it adds um, variety to what it yeah. is, yeah, uh, our relationship. <laughs> this saying that I, I've used with Ben and at first I thought he, he thought I was a bit crazy like and I was like thanks for being you he's like uh, yeah, yeah yeah and I was like yeah. to me that's one yeah. of the greatest compliments you can give yeah. someone yeah because it's saying like I, I just value it's for powerful. who you are not yeah. what you can do for yeah. me and um and that's very much like Kim mm. and I like you have the image in your mind of what you're seeking in a partner and mm. usually when you start mm. out it's it's kind of about the look and the activities mm. and the commonalities mm. and mm. then when you give yourself a chance you're open enough to something different Mm. and you're learning about someone else, like you mm. said, that diversity is kind of what informs you and influences you and stimulates you within that yeah. relationship to yeah, feel absolutely. challenged. And yeah. To me, the yeah. best, some of the best relationships I have are those relationships where there is differences, mm. but the difference is, is acknowledged and accepted mm. because yeah. there's real safety in that. Like there's, yeah. You can feel vulnerable and okay knowing that you might disagree mm. on a particular topic mm. or a way of doing something, mm. but you accept each other for that yep. Yep. rather than having to live yep. in fear of, like you yep. said, judgment before. Yep. Yep. Um, I've spoken about this a couple of times on the podcast, but the Southern Men's Gathering is um, an event that I held annually, not-for-profit. and. Mm. Um, I didn't grow up feeling a lot of safety around men, like or, mm. or strong emotional mm. connections. With I had it with you know mum mm. and women in mm. the family, but there was you know a handful of people that I felt like that, and they yep. weren't in my immediate family at least yeah. when I was young. And so for me to, to go away and spend time investing in that and yep. being a contributor to the storytelling part of the event mm. and and offering to other people, but also a participant mm. in like what am I learning from this? Like around the yeah. way that I communicate how I create safety, mm. like both for myself, but the person yeah. that I'm interacting yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. I just think like it, it's such a beautiful thing. I had this idea around relationships that, it, you know, that team player, type, not t- sorry, not team player, we're on the same team mentality. Mm. Like, mm. you know, we have to have each other's back because if you don't, what's the point in being in a relationship? Yeah. It's the closest relationship yeah. you'll form in life yeah. other than your children. Yeah. Um, and so just the way that yeah. you, you form that and invest in that and, you know, I, I tested it a few times and it didn't work <laughs> out. And you start to go, oh, does this actually work? And then when you find, you just need a willingness. And when you come back to what you were saying before about the commitment to learning, mm. I think that is a willingness to explore, mm. a willingness to be curious. Mm. Mm. And that, to me, that's where the best rewards have come in life is when mm. you do that, mm. 
you go, yeah, it would be easy to go, mm, you're not my kind of person, or yeah. you know, yeah. or I dis, I fundamentally disagree with you on that, and yeah. But if it's not, if it's actually not causing direct harm, like yeah. if it's not like yeah. such such a difference where you see it hurting people, it's just a different opinion. Mm. Mm. Like you can still respect that, you can still you know mm. like accept that, and then what comes from that is often mm. really interesting because. Definitely. You have to have perspective to be able to work out where you sit on that spectrum mm. in different areas. And if you're only willing to live in an echo chamber, which is what you know, mm. many people do on their social yeah. media and yeah. stuff, and, yeah. and yeah. by design for the yeah. technology, but um, when, <laughs> we, when we invite that, that, those differences into our life to learn yeah. and be curious, man, it's rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, from, and, um, and then leading into strengths and weaknesses, right? So you know, even just talking about the relationship piece there, there'll be... Um, certain scenarios or situations where it's great to, to to work as a team. So I know that my wife is better at you know some aspects of of you know that emotional what comfort. Are they? Go on, acknowledge yeah, it here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for for the children. Yep. Uh, which is lovely. So she creates a very warm and awesome. loving yeah. environment, um, and you know, and I, I I create, which is great. And I'm more, you know visionary you know and i'm always like i'm all i'm all about change right? yeah, so she's yeah. a constant and yeah. i'm the i'm the change so yeah. which is great <laughs> introduce so, chaos Come on. <laughs> yeah, try yeah. this do that like, exactly and yeah. so we meet in the middle and then so it's okay. a it's an excellent blend and balance because yeah. um you know you're talking about the two steps forward and not necessarily one step back but it's we go kind of like a surge of change yeah. and we'll just settle yeah. down and then surge and so mm-hmm. we we're evolving and, and growing as a family, uh, yeah. which is good. So leaning yeah. into that. Yeah, it's a good way of explaining it. The whole the, the surge or the sometimes Ben and I refer to it as like a phase. Yeah. That you're sort yeah. of working through, yeah. and like when you become conscious that that's what it is, it's not like yeah. this. Oh, we're always going to be stressed yeah. or we're always going to yeah. be challenged like this. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Like there's yeah. there's a frame that we're working this for because there's a meaningfulness or a purpose in what yeah. we're doing. Absolutely. So welcoming that, and then what can yeah. we learn? You can only be you, right? And yeah. You talked about it before about the you thing. You know, <coughs> thank you for being you. Yeah. But also, you want to encourage everyone to be themselves, right? Yeah. How about you be you, right? Yeah. And, and uh, my wife and I joke about, well, you do you, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is why we're cool with yeah. that. Um, I do want to talk about the surge thing, uh, just around. You know, we're we're we're, we're a physiological organism, yeah. yeah, right. And uh, and 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 we have seasons. You yes. know, I mean, women have cycles, right? Yeah. And yeah. and so we are cyclical in yeah. in nature. So all of all of um, you know, ecology has cycles, and we're human beings. We're we're an element of that. So I think mm-hmm. that surge piece is also recognizing that everything does work in cycles, and and there's this, you know, even Thinking from a from a physical law perspective, there's actions and reactions, yeah. and you can layer that up as you know individuals to families to communities to societies, right? And societies are societies. So uh, I just find it interesting that I do think there's a lot of um, so that surge piece, but that happens on so many different levels. Oh, and so yeah, you see, sure. you know, the rise and fall of civilizations, for instance, the same same mm-hmm. thing is is occurring. So yeah. and that's a natural part of life, right? Is there is, you know, there is growth and then there is decay and then yeah. it's just the, just the way it is. Yeah, and yeah. this, um, again, but just before we started, you were talking about kind of your, um, you know, perceptional feelings around um, 
to it for it. Uh, death? Uh, yeah, around death, but like I guess yep. I was trying to say it in a way that like it's um, the impermanence around it yeah. like, and the impermanence around everything. Mm. So again, when you acknowledge that and absolutely there'll be sadness, there'll be you know fear, yeah. there'll be all this sort of stuff, the mourning and all those types of things, but yep. that it is cyclical like, and yeah. that's part of life. And yes, yeah. it's, it might feel um, confronting, but the, the more that we lean into that and, and give yeah. ourselves the chance to kind of to not run away from those feelings mm. when there is hurt, mm. when there is yeah. loss, yeah. but to also go like everything else, it's, it's that law of impermanence. It's yeah. like, yeah. Um, there's a, um, yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's Sanskrit, um, it's called Anicca, and Anicca mm. is very much that. It's, you know, the law of impermanence, this too yeah. shall pass. And yes. It's such a, to me, it's such a reaffirming message because it's like, well, Yes, you can feel like this. Allow yourself to feel that. Yeah, exactly. Work out if it's yeah. hurtful or unhelpful. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, choose what you do with it. Absolutely. Like, and a lot yeah. of the times, like, we we sort of avert those feelings which we, we consider negative. And yet, mm. It, mm. It, like, it's it's necessary sometimes as a coping mm. strategy to allow ourselves psychologically mm. and, and spiritually to be able to mm. be okay. Mm. That's like, right. Even though we don't feel okay, but to, yeah. to be okay yeah. not being okay. Yeah. To give ourselves the space yeah. to then... You yeah, know, when we when we can sort of feel that out to then move forward to the next thing, yeah, because it's the whole thing. Like it's, it's that resistive force. The more you push up, the more the mm. more that life yeah, tells you, the no, no, action, you, reaction, a, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm really enjoying this conversation because I just love the the consciousness about you, the way that you you clearly are very reflective on on experiences, and you mm. use that to sort of define and, and pivot towards the next. Things. So yeah, yeah. Is that something you've been aware of yourself, like as being a, a strength um, of yours? Because not everyone has yeah, that. Sure, sure. Um, I think because I do have leadership roles, I lean yeah. into that. Yeah. And it, and then, and then, you know, when I talk to people about caring about people, yeah. that's I think a real strength of of, of yeah. that. And I think so. It's the relationship, understanding the humanity yeah. angle is. I think it's just a real, It's just my natural, authentic leadership style, yeah. which is working for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 again, yeah. Well, you, and me too, because compassionate leadership is one yep. of my values. Yeah. Like yep. Authenticity is another. Yeah. So it's like those are. If I, if someone was to describe me, they're, they're the two things that I kind of want to be felt for, like to yep. know that I've yep. it's landed and I've had an impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's yep. obviously other things around like innovation, adaptability, and yeah. creativeness and whatnot. But yeah. Um, yeah. Fundamentally, you you sort of you just want people to see you, to accept you, and to feel your care. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, we talk about purpose yeah. being made up of, you know, a connection like with yeah. someone or mm. a group of people, about um, you know the the experience that you mm. seek out together, and then mm. the growth that comes from that. You have those three things, and you'll have meaning, you'll have purpose. Like, mm. and when you look at it that way, it's so freaking simple. <laughs> it's like, but so many people are they're still exploring what their purpose is, mm. and I think. Yeah. To, yeah. to me, a lot of that comes from the way that we're conditioned through our childhood and through yeah. school. And it's about, you know, do you want to be a fireman? Do you want to be a doctor? Yeah. Do you want to be a policeman? Yeah. Like it's, it's sort of, it, 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 um, it takes out the individualistic nature of who we are. Mm, like there's so much we've got yeah. in common. Like, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. we're so similar in terms of, you know, the breathing. Yeah. I don't know anyone yeah. that breathing, like, you know, Good breathing doesn't help. Like mm, mm. the most people enjoy a warm embrace from you mm, know, the, the mm. closest kind of relations or, yep. or partner. Like you know, yeah. most of us will love being outside on a, on a clear day or um, you know getting yeah. some fresh air and out yeah. in nature and those sort of things, right? Yeah. So there's all that stuff we have in common. But it's yeah, yeah. When we 
if, if I just identify you by your role, mm. then you're completely mm. replaceable. It, it gives you mm. no value and meaning to who mm. you are. If I yeah. just go, you are, you know, yeah. Ben Flink and you're, you know, direct, yeah. sorry, manager, <laughs> senior manager <laughs> of innovation. Yeah. Well, then yeah. once you yeah. move on from that role, you lose that role and someone else takes over, well, mm. then where's your mm. identity within that? Mm. Um, mm. And so it's like the whole thing around, I, I love mm. when I first meet mm. someone moving very quickly away from what do you do? And I, I try not to even say it. Like, I, you know, what yeah. keeps you, you know, yeah. um, what do you do what on the weekend? You throughout the week? <laughs> yeah, like, I want to go, what's your passion? What do you <laughs> exactly, care about? Yeah, exactting. Like, what do you do when you're to, not yeah. getting paid to do it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. What, what's that conversation you have with someone where you feel yourself do this? You just light up. You're like, yes, I'm in. This is yeah, my yeah. zone. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you articulate that for you? Is that I've really put that on you, haven't I? <laughs> we, yeah, we don't so send questions what, out yeah, early. Yeah, no, that's warning. interesting. That's I know for me, it's definitely nature, right? So I love yeah. my thing is gardening. Was surfing, but <laughs> Ben sitting here off camera just going, "My God, these guys need to go out for a beer together." <laughs> oh, really? Hey, well, not a beer because I don't drink beer. You're but gardener. Sorry, yeah, no. Nah, yeah. like the last yeah. couple of yeah. years, of yeah. um, yeah. God, it's amazing how we default back to beer or like something known to society yeah. is not what I would do. But yeah, like the, <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. Um, yeah, the gardening I love, the last two and yeah. a half years, yeah. I've, again, like test it. Like I've, I've put that thing off for so long in life because I've got, I've got no idea how to do it. I kill yeah, indoor right. plants, yeah. like I don't. Yeah. And yeah. then I went, huh, I've got, I got a mate um, who's does some horticulture stuff and I was like, we bought one garden bed, he helped me get nice. the soil and we did nice. it. Yeah. I was like, right, now I've got enough tools to be able to replicate this myself. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. you know, there's yeah. eight garden beds and there's pots oh, all over wow. the freaking house, like lounge. What are you growing? Not lounge, they're um, backyard. Uh, oh God, um, tomatoes, zucchinis, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I've got all the different sort of herbs. Nice. Uh, strawberries doing really well this season. <laughs> every, nearly every day yeah. going outside, yeah. picking like a small punnet. And I was like, Fair especially right. when you've got young kids, like that's yeah, amazing brilliant. to, to demonstrate like yeah. you're investing in something and you reap a reward yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what about you? Yeah, uh, well, lots of things, but I want to talk <clears> about the architecting piece. So for me, that's a manifestation mm. of that you can do that's really practical about, about manifesting and architecting and realizing that that's a system and you can yeah. you know, influence the system and, yeah. and things happen. And yeah. I think so then you can lay that up more broadly in life. Oh, yeah. I can architect and design yeah. um, my garden bed for me, right? Yeah. What's, what's, yeah, what do totally. I, you know, what's my fertile soil? What, what yes. are the conditions where I yeah. um, am I growing at my best, you yeah. know? Yeah, so that's yeah, the piece. But I will talk about, it was really, uh, uh, when I was doing my army training to, and we had to choose what job we wanted, yeah. um, right at the end of the officer training, and I was on this uh, mountain range in Canberra. I was always gonna be an engineer, but I was get to, got to be the platoon commander and I'm laying there and it's, you know, it's, it's summer and there's, it's a thunderstorm and lightning and there's ants calling on me and I was like, <laughs> I like this. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I went, I'm gonna be infantry. Yeah. I like this thing of you know I'm covered in can cream and mud and ants wow. around me. You know? yeah. This is me. You know? so, yeah, cool. So that love of of was that always nature, there though? Um, like, probably. I was very okay. always an out outdoors. You know, yeah. kid building cubby houses and yeah. you know catching snakes or I don't know, put yeah, lizards right. and all that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I f I fumbled my way to that point. Like I started <laughs> off being like almost like you know a little bit too clean maybe and like right. just yeah like a, yeah like 
you go and play, like, let's say it's a soccer I grew up in Tassie, so, like, there is, it's always muddy and wet and, yeah. like, during winter season and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, so as soon as you get out of that, it's like, I need to go clean up kind of thing. And it's like, <laughs> camping was like, a, oh, I'd like to be more comfortable kind of thing. Whereas yep. now it's like, man, like, I just want to explore yep. that side of it. Like, natural. We're over sanitized yeah. in, in yep. Western society, especially yep. when we live, you know, within the city components. Like, yeah. And yeah. I always thought that yeah. I had to have that, I had to have stimulation around and, as you mature, you're like, oh man, like the stimulation actually mm. is like more satisfying when you do it out there. Like yeah. you get out back yeah. to sort of our roots and... Well, know. it comes down back to being present, right? So yeah. if you've, you've <coughs> without the architected stimulation by tech giants, right? You get into nature's mm. stimulation, which is far more getting into that you know, physi- physiological state yeah. where you're in balance with, yeah. with your environment and, and instead of having this mm-hmm. external influence creating an artificial yeah. Um, yeah. sense of internal stimulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I wiped all of my social media about 18 months ago. Too. Yeah, okay. I've come yeah. on and off over the years because it served yeah. a role for something. Yeah. And then when it, that role was complete and you can't, yeah. it just feels, to me, it felt really dissatisfying and a really unhelpful yeah. kind of influence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I've I've got to keep the LinkedIn. I went and yeah, <laughs> checked out your need, profile. You and need you, to keep that. Yeah, yeah. but like yeah. it's to, to me, like it's it's not satisfying. It's not helpful. No. Like so, it's, it's not like, useful from a self worth perspective. To, no, it's, if, it's a distraction if, to the things that yeah. really fulfil yeah. you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's a distraction piece in terms of doing what you meant, what you meant to be doing. Mm. You know what fulfils you or what's in your soil. But I also think there's an element of. Um, uh, from the Facebook perspective, you know, in particular, of 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 an artificial sense of what other people are going through. Yeah. So everything's yeah. all happy, and, and you're only going to put things on there which are positive. Present your best life. Yeah, exactly. It's and so antithesis of authenticity, really. Exactly right. And so you think, ah, oh, and so and then you see, and then notice now there's this conversation they have. Well, they're always smiling, so they must be happy. And then yeah. like everyone's human, right? And yeah. I, one thing I wanted to talk to. You, is about relativity. I find this really interesting. I've certainly learned a lot more as I'm older. Um, I think we all go through the same broad challenges and, and hardships, but, but I think that the caveat is there's a, there's a relativity aspect and it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, and what I mean is, you know, I might, I, I've talked today about you know, my mother committing suicide and that was just, that's just, a challenge. That was just an obstacle that I had to to yeah. get over, right? You know, or, or not, or to work through, and it's made yeah. me me. But we all have um, obstacles. Yeah. We all have something yeah. which is, yeah. you know, the antithesis to us, or the thing we need. Yeah. To, it's our hero's journey that we all yes, have. Exactly. We all have our own hero's journey. Yeah. And so then, I, so I don't have any judgment about um, this thing about well, I've been through a lot, I don't, I don't even think about yeah. that. It's like, yeah. I've had my journey and yeah. you've yeah. got yours and, and yeah. we're all here to help each other. It doesn't, there's no yeah. kind of quantifying or... No, I really <laughs> like that because it, yeah, it's one thing that I'm, I'm really uncomfortable with the whole thing around status and like hierarchy, there's different yeah. times in life where it's, it is useful, like I guess, but yeah. like not when it's coming from perspective of um, uh, condescent, conde- Sending, if you know what I mean, like so. Not, yeah. You know, What's if, the intent? If I, yeah. When if we're you know having a disagreement or something and yeah. you pull rank, well then it's like exactly. well, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of it, yeah. there's a bit of arrogance, there's a bit of disconnection, like there's all this other stuff that just 
it's very destructive to a relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah. talked about, I don't know, have you read, my, uh, you might know, John Gottman's work on relationships? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Familiarity, wow. Um, and, he, you know, he talks about the four horsemen, you know, and the one that you can't get past is that one around, like, if you're, you're coming from a place of, you know, almost hierarchy feeling mm. that well, mm. I'm a bit old, I've had more experience than you, or I've done this before <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you haven't. And yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's very destructive. Like It's um, not valuing other individuals for no. what they bring or that perspective yeah. or that yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, and actually you, you're talking before about, you know, what we bring of ourselves to work, right? To a yeah. workplace, we were talking about that before. And um, it's something I have learned as well is, you know, even in the work environment, we only get a very shallow perspective yeah. of, of our peers and, yeah, and colleagues. And they, they've got so many more talents and we don't unlock. unlock. Mm. And so one of the things I'm, I'm being active uh, with my team is how do I bring, help them to be more authentic at yeah. work or bring more mm -hmm. of their passion or more of themselves? This is our jam. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. we love, like, so we, we have kind of like our our framework for how we do that. But the yep. thing that gets really exciting is when Ben and I go, okay, we've got this, you know, I won't call it a job, we'll call this, you know, this um, plan coming up with, let's, so with you guys, with RA, let's say. Yeah. And it's like, how do we how do we tailor that? How do we provoke thought? How do we, you know, do that to, mm. to your environment and your people, not just yeah. everyone? Because there is no template. I can't give you one pager and go, here it is, go and do it. As yeah. much as, yeah. you know, we've, the synchronicity in the way we talk and, yeah. and um, yeah. understand each other it's like you know everything is an individual experience and so we, mm. we love coming in and being the provokers of that and mm. you know, the mm. way we do mm. it is through experiential learning like, yeah it's not I like that yeah, yeah you've got to be you've got yeah. to move you've got to be practical you've got yeah. to it's got to be stimulating for people to want to engage with it to not yeah. feel like they're being talked to or that they have to sort of exactly. you know yeah record it reflect it's got to be it, but, internal yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. gotta be being and doing. So we got yeah. lots of act activities that yeah. that's what that's what it's yeah. all about. It's, it's yeah. to get you out of that thinking mind. There is, you know, yeah. forget about the past, future, whatever. Yeah. Be here. Like yeah. and and here with who you're around and what that creates, like yeah. that's that's why we do it. Like I the wow. human connection like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, those interactions where you really feel someone, like you're talking before about the synchronicity at mm. home, mm. like that's that's mm. my biggest driver in life. Mm. Like wherever mm. I feel that. It feels so nourishing and diametrically natural. when it's yeah, not yeah, there. It yeah. feels so hurtful. Yeah. Um, so to, to feel like you can influence that and do it in an innovative way, yeah. like that's, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, it gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> so keen, keen to explore that further. I like really, the yeah. experiential thing and there's something <coughs> that Defence does well is, is, is we train our um, service men and women um, through experiential learning. So it's mm. great. It's the best way to prepare people yeah, for, totally. for the real world, right? And the other thing on that is something I've been grappling with is around uh, lessons learned. So I was talking about the cycle of things, right? And, you know, the rise and fall of civilizations. Yeah. Yes. And even, even in the microcosm where we are in defense, we complain a lot about, well, you know, we wrote a report. You know, we did this mm. thing a year ago. Did you read the report? Yeah. It doesn't bring it to light. Like, yeah, I can no. see that you said if I do that, that's what will happen. Yeah. But it's almost like Bart Simpson. Well, I need to touch the cupcake and get electrocuted a few yeah, times. Totally. That's when I know yeah. this is real. Yeah. Um, so I find that piece interesting. And then even today, I just, uh, my, um, my team and I have a bit of a disagreement on something. And it was good. So today, I actually just acknowledge, oh, you know what? I've had a fixed mindset on this. Mm. I said, you know what? Um, 
this is my opinions based on my experience. How about you just do an experiment and we'll just run it side by side and yeah. how about you learn, yeah, come back awesome. to me with a data. It's like, a, it's actually, a, um, it is a defense horse thing. Is, what, is, that, is it playing red team or something like that? I think oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so the yeah. whole thing around, like it's, it's deliberately being the devil's advocate almost or, or having the alternate scenario. So then you've got contrast, you've got something to compare yep. to like, yeah. Um, rather than thinking, oh, I've got the perfect plan and going in there, like, <laughs> exactly. there is no perfect plan. There is no, no, no that's very true. Not. And it's a dynamic environment. Um, mm. The future's uncertain. And uh, yeah, because planning on itself is you know, thinking that the world doesn't respond to what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so that's not how it works. Yeah. So for every move, that, you know, for every action, there is a yeah. equal and opposing reaction, yeah. right? It's, so it's, it's kind of an artificial way of finding safety. Like, because you go, oh, okay, I feel okay now. There's a plan. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. again, have a plan. Like, yep. allow yourself that. Just just allow it to be here. Have a vision. Your vision, like, But let's exactly. not get too tightly held to that. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. you know, every time, uh, for, for me, expectation has been a killer of actual experience. The more you go, <laughs> this is how I want it to look, rather yeah. than coming from a place of curiosity and exploring, yeah. the yep. more you're like, oh, man, that's not that's not how I thought it would go. And And... Previously, that could cause frustration. Now it's like, hmm, no, like that's interesting. And even when you described the disagreement this morning, like I've mm. learned to get to a place now where it's like, mm. that was that was helpful. That was worthwhile. Like mm. because it taught me something. Mm. I was mm. I was challenged in that moment, and I either yep. did respond the way I wanted or I didn't. Yeah. And if I did, great. The, you know, yep. I've, I've sort of compounded that learning. And if I didn't, great, another opportunity to learn. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not about being a blind optimist. It's, yeah, it's just about going, yeah. like, it's everything is, you know, we talk, mindset, again, yeah. very intangible until you explain yeah. or, or demonstrate how you can use it. Yeah. Everything is reframing. Yeah. Like, it's, and yeah, it's I not to go, because there's some really nasty stuff that's happened in the world. Mm. So, we're not telling you that you have to then go, oh, well, that was a really good experience. <laughs> but, like, you know, no. I had six no. operations on my ankle. I, I yep. lost able-bodied sport through, you know, yeah. footy. Like, yeah. it'd be easy to live in a victim's mindset, but it's like, well, actually, mm, mm. if it hadn't been for that, I don't know a wife, I don't have you know, kids, you I, I didn't. You wouldn't be you know, where you are right now. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I would love to be able to run. Yeah. I can't, but there's all these other things I've discovered I'm able to do, Yeah. and stuff that, that I've invited into my life because of that experience mm. and how mm. I allowed it to shape me in a good way, not to yeah. define me in, yeah. a, in a negative yeah. sort or victim's kind of experience. Yeah, yeah, so agreed. I, yeah, I, I think this conversation has been really valuable. I, I know I'm Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, I've loved it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. Good, good talking about this. Yeah. Um, and the more we talk about it, the more um, we share and, and get other people thinking about it because yeah. it's um, more conversations. And I like your terminology just about being conscious, you know, being conscious, like yeah. really being present. Um, so without it, you know, for a long time, I, I, I will say this, our natural state is autopilot. Mm. I do think that's our yeah. natural... The brain is like the best automation machine there is, right? right? And so I think we have to keep constantly yeah. sort of going, sort of yeah, totally. breaking the for, pattern to go. be a catalyst for, for something. Yep. It's yeah. like, you know, if we said, how does your tongue feel right now? It's like, what? Oh, my tongue? That's right. It's there it's all there, the time. Right, yeah. But I don't notice it, but now I do. Like, I'm acutely aware of it. Yeah. It's like, don't think yep. about the red ball in the corner of the room. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to, yeah, just intervene on that autopilot yep. to be able to then really experience the richness, richness yeah. of life. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah perfect. Um, we've been uh, going for quite, quite yeah, a while. Yeah, right, okay. But like, I, I'm, I think we can, let, let's talk about just a little bit before we finish up yep. around 
the innovation that you're using within RAA mm. now and, and mm. sort of mm. what your vision is for that? Mm. Yeah, so, so maybe looking backwards and then looking forward. So we were formed as a, as a membership um, at, the, at a technological revolution, which was the automobile. Mm. And there wasn't roads, it was just, you know, there was pathways or whatever. And, uh, there was there was deaths occurring, so you know, people get so get some cars and it was made yeah. like pedestrians and horse and cart, and so we got together. And go, hey, we need to make some rules. Let's lobby, let's form a group and lobby the government to go. We need to separate, um, yeah, yeah, people, pedestrians and, and automobiles. So it came from a good place, um, and then here we are. You know, really at this time where we are, the, there's a tipping point of a lot of technological revolutions. Yeah. Um, so much going on and, and I think our relevancy as, a, as an automobile club, you know, particularly around electrification, is, yeah. is really important. And there's this story that we use about um, range anxiety with automobiles and you know, being able to have, have um, drop off or caches of, of petrol or getting petrol to people if they yeah. ran, ran out. And here we are with, with the biggest, you know, one of the biggest fears around electric cars is, oh, what happens if I run out of power? Yeah. So, here we are again with a very similar problem with the mm. change in the transportation that we use. And yeah. we, we're leaning in to yeah. um, helping our members move, right? That's cool. what we're about, keep yeah. our members moving. So um, that's, that's good. We're the largest membership organisation in, in South Australia. So uh -huh. some 790,000 members. Wow. And so it's two, every third, two out of every three households. And being a membership organisation, I think we've got a couple of things. One is a responsibility yep. um, and we're a mutual and um, we can be a massive advocate for change we've got mm -hmm. a huge membership base to, to change so I think we, we've, we've got that social responsibility yeah. to, to do the right thing yeah. and also support the state through the tra this transition period that we're going through what does that mean in terms of what, what we're about so historically we've been you know, motoring um, you know, home and home insurance um, and travel services yeah. But, but what we're seeing from the home perspective, we've got solar and battery storage, yep. you know, cars going electric. So we'll, we'll lean into the energy space. Yep. So motor, home travel and, and energy. Yep. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. In terms of our, our process for innovation, we do scenario planning. So you know, have a futurist approach. So we look at plausible futures in those categories, yeah, sure. a really long-term lens of what yep. could be, yep. um, to then work backwards from that vision to go, well, what do we, you know, where do we seek and where do we want to play a role yeah. um, for our yeah. members uh, moving forward? So um, what does that mean you know, in the motoring piece, you know, electrification, um, really interested in shared, the sharing economy or sure. access economy. So yeah. there's this <coughs> pivot point where we are around asset ownership. So moving forward, there's this question mark around, you know, is it an Uber economy moving forward mm. where you just pay for accessing services as you need mm. or, or question will we still own assets moving you know into the next sort of 50 years mm. I mean, so we yeah. don't know so yeah. part of my job is actually exploring that testing business models uh in that and yeah. preparing us you know from a learning yeah, sure. uh, perspective you know, what might our role yeah. be should we you know be going down this pathway yeah. of non-asset ownership for yeah, instance okay. so yeah it's interesting there's like there's a there is a huge amount of change going on in the world mate, more than i've experienced in my lifetime mm. and again i think that's where the concept around adaptability becomes yeah. so valuable because it's it's not pushing anyone towards anything it's just it's giving yeah. the tools to be able yeah. to respond to 
yeah. a, a situation as it presents itself. So yeah, yeah. You know, rather than being well, an emotional reaction. The experiential learning that you talked about yeah. before. So if we think about what we talked um, from an innovation perspective, we're doing the experiential learning of doing a trial. Well, yeah. let's trial this yeah. non-asset based yeah. business model. Yeah. And so we get the, the practical learning of going, well, this yeah. is how this business works should we yeah. need to pursue yes. that in in yeah. the in Brilliant. the future. So rehearsing yeah. the Absolutely. future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's gold. Like just yeah, and with such again, when you've got so many members, there's there's going to be a diversity within that in terms yeah. of how people want to experience that or what which direction they'd like to take that in. So then yeah. being able to again, you teach adaptability. All of those people are served. If you're just teaching the the thing that you think is the the primary option or the desi yeah. the most desirable option, backing a specific winner, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You're probably yeah. taking ten to fifteen percent of the population with you, and you're putting yeah. everyone offside. So it's like, yeah. to to me, like, it almost comes back to parenting. Like, what do you want? Mm. How do you want your? You talked about independence before, right? Mm. I, I I tend mm. to use self sufficiency. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, when you're self sufficient your relationships are based on wants rather than needs kind mm, of thing. So it's mm, like rather than mm. needing you to fill this sort of gap yeah. in my life, it's like it's desirable to, to sort of explore that with you because yeah. that's yeah. something that, you know, we're giving, we're giving freely, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like we give and receive freely rather than giving from obligation or bitterness and resentment that pops yeah. up because of that yeah. when we're self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, and have self-love, right? And yeah, then we can love yeah. others. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Like it's you know, every life is really just one big mirror. <laughs> like of like <laughs> you know, something happens. It's like, what is this teaching me about me? Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, what, yeah. What can I learn from this yeah. rather than holding yeah. resentment towards someone yeah. else? It's like yeah. you can be thankful for an experience which yeah. was less than desirable because yeah. it's like, well, that's an opportunity for me to to address that now. Yeah. Like it's brought it's it to a learning attention. opportunity. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. I think we're Thanks. gonna. Yeah, exactly. Put, That's like, good. Just, yeah, it is. It's. I, I'm really satisfied. Like, there's so much value in what we talked about. Mm. Like, I love the, mm. the communication stuff. You know, the relationship focus. You know, being a compassionate and empathetic leader. Mm. Um, mm. You know, innovating, being adaptable. Like, I think mm. there's just so much richness, richness in what we've explored that, mm. um, it's almost difficult to summarize it as just one <laughs> thing. Um, but you know, if if someone wants to connect with you, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, LinkedIn, so yeah. Benjamin Flink on LinkedIn, yeah. or just reach out through RAA. Yeah, um, any, yeah. Awesome. I'm open to um, new opportunities, as, yeah. a, as I'm paid to do. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> so, again, it's good, the catalyst stuff, bring something new in to feed right. a new yeah, yeah. idea and explore it. And, yeah, send it through. Yeah, awesome. And you know, for those that are listening, whether it's your first episode or we've listened to many, you can head to our website, um, download the free uh, ebook. So, um, how to go from surviving to thriving. Um, and there's plenty of other resources on there as well. But you know, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like, share, and, and comment, and all that kind of stuff. So, Ben, it's been awesome. Thank you. Really Thank you. Enjoyed the conversation. Great. Cheers. Awesome.